Hello, podcast fans. This is Falcon Paladin coming to you with yet another edition of the Falcon Paladin Hour. And with me, as always, is my good friend from down under, currently experiencing super, super hot temperatures, as far as I know. His name is Mr. Wade. How you going? <laughs> uh, yes, I remember last time now that you said summer is kind of winding down, so maybe my previous statement was incorrect. Why don't you correct me? It's still warm enough today that I had the air conditioner on. Okay, but it's not like I'm going to melt into a puddle. No, not quite a puddle, but maybe some sort of a gelatinous mess. Yeah, I guess the human body can't quite melt into something entirely liquid, but sure. Gelatinous, disgusting. I mean, unless you're the Wicked Witch of the West, in which case puddle seems to work. No, she didn't melt in the puddle. That was all smoke screens and mirrors. She didn't actually melt. Wicked is fan fiction. You can't say the Wicked Witch of the... It is not canon. How dare you? Take it back now. It could be very good fan fiction. It could be well-constructed fan fiction, but it's fan fiction. Besides, what does it matter if it's canon or not? Are you seriously asking if canon matters? I'll go there. Troll-a-lo-lo-lo-lo-lo-lo. No. Does canon yeah. matter for The Wizard of Oz? Absolutely. It is a moderately fleshed-out fictional world. It's not Lord of the Rings. I'll give you that. Granted, I mean, that's technically correct. I guess I've got to give it to you. It is not okay. the Lord of the Rings. Okay, all, look, all I'm saying is Wicked takes an existing universe, puts their own specific spin on it, does some wish fulfillment, and therefore it is fan fiction. The end. Like, I'm not using fan fiction in a derogatory manner here. Yeah, I'm just are. saying... No, I'm not. Yeah, you are. You're saying... You, you, you called me a troll asking does the canon of something matter but you're like but this is fan fiction i mean that you know in an honorable term it's only fan fiction that's not derogatory ha 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 (laughs) i never said it's only fan fiction i said it's fan fiction we have the audio we can go back do we have the audio do we or do i have the audio uh you do and you are capable of fixing it in post i uh I, as long as I don't... Oh, crap. I already said only. Dang it. Uh, so, I can disagree with you, but I can respect your opinion. That's fine. I feel like that means I'm right. Are you ready to move on? Is that okay? I'm ready to cut the entire segment. <laughs> <laughs> Today's podcast will be 24 minutes shorter than it usually is. <laughs> so, guess what? Today's patch day, Wade. Patch day. Woo! And not just any patch day, balance patch day. The best kind of patch. Patches come out and I'm like, ooh, what's in the patch? Oh, bug fixes and co-op stuff. And I don't give a crap about any of that. <laughs> right? I don't. I honestly don't. That's if fair I played enough. co-op, cast co-op, I'd be like, oh, this seems interesting. But I don't think there's an awful lot to cast in co-op. You don't think so? No, not really. Probably not. I think you're right about that. Two human players beat an AI. Interesting. Yeah. What's more interesting is they don't beat the AI. <gasps> For shame. It's just a YouTube channel of people constantly getting crushed by the AI and co-op. That'd be amazing. <laughs> oh, man. I might, I might actually kind of watch that. Just for the lulls. Uh, I'll send you a replay of me losing to the AI. Yes. Just for you. Anyway, so the patch came out. It was not a big patch, in fairness. No. Uh, pulling up the patch list. Why does it always default? It, every time I search StarCraft balance patch, it's like, hey, here's this thing from November. <laughs> no. It's not what I want. Stop it. It's called 414. Yes, 414. Officially. So the number's out. And it did come out when they said it would, which is good because I've been trying to adjust my buffer on the channel to make it so that I can cast new stuff for you the day after the new balance patch comes out. So that's the plan. So you're going to have a cast of this balance patch up tomorrow. Which, I mean, which will be yesterday gonna... by the time this comes out. Yes. Okay. Tuesday in America, man, it was a great video. I know. Right. It got like yeah. half a million views. It was the best. No one else even posted anything on the latest balance patch. Anyway, but the cheese compilation, which you've probably already seen if you're listening to this, is on 4.0.2. Because I did not have enough time, obviously, to get 
four enough four and four cheese that's good to actually do a cheese compilation. So next cheese will be four and four. But blast from the past for the cheese compilation this week. Anyway, uh, so all right, we'll just go over this real real quick. Raven interference matrix increased from five point seven to seven point nine seconds. Uh, which I think we talked about these in a previous podcast, but we'll just run through them again see if there's anything different, any new thoughts that we might have. Mm-hmm. Uh, affected units will now display a status bar to show the duration of the ability, which is kind of nice. Mm-hmm. And previously it was said, oh, it's disabled. How long is it going to be? But it was so short, it was kind of like, oh, it's done. <laughs> <laughs> Not yeah. even going to worry about it, really. Yeah. But now that it's 7.9 seconds, status bar is necessary. So any thoughts on that? Have we really seen interference matrix be used all that much? Uh, not really. I mean, you occasionally see it to, like, disable a couple of tanks so marines can push up a hill or whatever. Yeah, the times I've seen it has been in TVT, mm. where it's marine tank versus a marine tank, and then somebody just goes in and disables the other player's, like, five tanks, and then just goes for it, right? Yeah. So, in TVT, I can see it has a pretty good use. Otherwise, like, what are you disabling if you're Terran playing Zerg? We looked at this. You looked this up. I, you did, the I did. I did. I went into the balance test, and you can disable queens, vipers, queens. infestors. Yes, queen vipers and infestors. And was there anything else? There was something that we thought might be able to be disabled, Overseer. but it wasn't. Overseer, that's right. Yeah, no. You cannot disable that for whatever reason. Not disableable. Good to know. So yeah, so there's that. Um, I don't know. I mean, if we could see more of it, I think it'd be nice. It is kind of an interesting interesting turn the tide type spell, where if someone's behind, you can win an engagement because of this, and I kind of like those. Mm. Uh, repair drone was removed, which I'm kind of sad about. I like repair drone. Yeah. I kind of um, wish I kind of wish it was used more, honestly. Uh, if it was used more, they wouldn't have gotten rid of it. Yeah, that's true. But for whatever reason, the pros did not give any carriers for this ability, so it's gone. Auto turret's back. Cast range from the Raven reduced from three to one, which means the Raven has to basically get right on top of the thing it wants, right on top of the area where it wants to drop the auto turret, which is generally for the other player defending. If you are, especially a Zerg player defending, the Spore Crawler is going to get a lot more shots off on that thing mm. as it drops the auto turret than before. So I think that was the general concept. But if there is no Spore, you can always disable the Queen and then drop it. That's very true. It takes a lot of energy. It takes but, 50. Raven has to, 200 in total? Right, but to disable and then auto-turret. Yeah, it's still only 100, and, uh, it's still only like 100 isn't it? Because I wish it told you how much the cost was here, but it doesn't. No, it really doesn't. But, I mean, who's really like waiting until they have full energy and this other player doesn't have a spore? So. Yeah, exactly. That's the problem, right? Yeah. If you wait until you have enough energy to do it, might not be possible. Yeah. Anyway, uh, auto turrets do gain that plus one range mm-hmm. with high sec auto tracking. So that will be useful. Makes that upgrade a little bit better. Anti-armor missile had some minor changes. There's no delay when it gets fired. Splash radius increased from 2.4 to 2.8. And then the radius of the splash damage increased just by fairly small amounts. Trying to make that more usable, I think, is the idea there. Yeah. Okay, so hopefully we'll see more of that. Fingers crossed. And... Exactly. And energy costs reduced as well. So that's them basically saying, hey, Terrans, please, please use this ability. It is fun. We promise. You'll like it. Trust us. Trust us on this one. Very true. And then Ghost, basically, I think they just reverted Ghost they did. changes. They did. Yeah. Okay, so that's just reverted whatever. Ghosts no longer start with cloaking. Fine. A huge deal, I guess. Yada, yada, yada. Protoss stuff. Nothing major. Uh, mass recall and strategic recalls warping times increased from zero to 0.7 seconds mm-hmm. which again minor to us pretty big to the pros mm-hmm. stalker i saw a lot of discussion about the stalker change on reddit actually and i believe as far as pvt is concerned it used to be stalkers killed marines in three hits then with 4.0.2 it took five hits and now it takes four hits to kill a marine um, i thought 4.0.2 it went to three hits what? I remember stalkers being better in, like yesterday. <laughs> I thought that's how it worked, and now they. You remember four dot dot two being better? Yeah, because I thought it was they were kind of rubbish, and then just yesterday they were kind of good, and now they're kind of in the middle. What do you mean yesterday versus today? What well, are you talking about? Yesterday we were on a different version of the game. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, so you just mean four dot dot two? Yeah. Okay, so you're saying for the entirety of four dot dot two, they were kind of rubbish. No, they were kind of good, but before that, they They're were kind rubbish. of good. Oh, 
Okay, maybe it was the other way. Maybe it was five hits. Five hits, yeah. three hits, now it's four hits. Yeah, isn't that what I said? No, you said three hits, w- five hits, now it's four. Okay, I got it backwards. Yeah, you're right then. It was three for a very long time. 4.0.2 made it a five, and now it's four hits. Yes. Okay, excellent. So that's basically it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, ground weapons upgrade provides plus one base damage and plus one armored instead of plus two total base damage. Protoss ground weapons upgrade will provide plus one base damage and plus one armor instead of plus two. So they yeah. so they used to give plus two base damage, now they only give plus one, but give plus one armor as well? Yeah, so basically it's better against armor than it's going to be against anything else. Oh, okay. Right, okay. I'm reading that funny. It sounded, yeah. like, just the way it's written, it sounded like it gives the stalker plus one armor. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> it should it be is plus one way. versus armor. Yes, I gotcha. Okay, glad we got that cleared up. Purification Nova damage. Oops, sorry. Initial pause duration reduced from 1 to 0 seconds. So when you tell it to shoot, it shoots. Unless you dropped it from a transport. Hmm. In which case, if it's not on a cooldown, there is going to be a 0.7 second pause before being able to fire that Nova. Which, again, for us, eh, for the pros, big deal. (laughs) Range indicators will be displayed for Purification Nova when the Disruptor is selected, which is nice. Mm -hmm. Seeing exactly how far you can send that little thing. Shield battery now has a stop command on its command card, which is... Uh, something you really didn't think about, but makes a lot of sense. I guess. I've, I mean, why would you want to stop it healing? Well, if you want to save the energy for the big attack that's coming later, instead of using it on this little ling attack that's bashing on your gateway for the first couple minutes. Right, right, right but it doesn't automatically damage gateways, uh, repair gateways. It'll only oh, go to right. units. So why, or, if you've got a big battle coming and you want to save the energy, don't, don't you want your units to have full strength before the battle? Yeah, but I wonder if it's a timing thing where, okay, it's healing this adept, that's wonderful, but the adept could heal itself up just fine before the next attack hits, and now your shield battery has 50 less energy? I suppose. I guess Something it just Something like that. You'd have to look at the numbers. Yeah. 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 How, like, what is an adept heal versus what it is? The shield battery heal plus its own regeneration. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Math. And then the other thing, I just want to, we get a shield battery, they talked about, yeah, High Templars are no longer able to cast feedback on shield batteries. Whoa, what does it say that? Which I didn't, it says under bug fixes. It's the third one from the bottom. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it, so I didn't realize that was a thing, but again, the Reddit thread, this Protoss player is like, ah, <laughs> there goes my four gate, one High Templar timing. <laughs> 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 I go attack, feedback all their shield batteries, and then win. <laughs> I, I didn't realize that was a bug. I had seen someone doing it. I thought it was supposed to do that. Uh, apparently, they considered it a bug. I thought that was great. Yeah. And then adepts continue using their last command instead of stopping after using Sonic Transfer. A lot of Protoss are very happy about that. Because mm. if it's heading across the map to scout, you tell go there and go ahead and shade. Once the shade ended, it previously would go, okay, now what? You know, I told you to go scout. <laughs> go walk around the base. Okay, now the big thing. The big balance change for Zerg. Hydralisk, muscular augments upgrade has been once again split into two separate upgrades. Speed and range, 100 to 100 each, exactly 71.4 second research time. I like how it assumes you know what the upgrades do. Yeah, it like, does. It's like, hey, we're, we're taking one augment, uh, one upgrade out and splitting it into two different ones. Although one of them is the same, I suppose. You just have to know what those mean. We're not going to bother to tell you in the patch notes. Nope. Is Groove Spines worth getting? I don't know what it does. Yeah. Is that the Sorry, speed new- of the range? Sorry, all you free-to-play players who are new to StarCraft. We're not going to help you at all. So, I mean, yeah, it's just basically the speed and the range that you got previously in Muscular Augments, which is it's just plus one. Plus one range, and then I don't know what, what exactly that was. Mm. Uh, 25% faster off creep. Oh, okay. Off creep. That's it. Doesn't get a buff on creep? So 25% movement speed and plus one attack for the Groove Spine. I do not like whoever typed up this post because the Viper has a bug fix, but the High Templar is just under bug fixes, not under the Protoss section. Where's the consistency? consistency. Yeah, I don't know, man. They need better tech writers, I guess. And then the Viper Parasitic Bomb initial pause duration increased from 0 to 0.7 seconds. It was supposed to be 0.7 seconds at 4.0.2, but it never made it in, I guess. Mm. So much, much complaining about that but it's there so anything else under bug fixes uh, yeah. apparently the raven could cast interference matrix on stuff in the oracle stasis ward 
Ooh, that's exciting. Yeah, I. I mean, stupid, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I guess that affects two v twos when you're playing with a Protoss and a Terran, because you could like stasis a bunch of units and then interference makes matrix them, which would after the stasis ends up, you could just kind of stun lock them. Just kind of time it to where as soon as the stasis is going to expire, you then hit them with disable. Yeah. Yeah. That takes a lot of work. I don't know if anybody was bothering to do that, but maybe. Anyway, that's patch 4.1.4. I have gotten some submissions already to my email. Nice. Uh, I asked if any of them involves, you know, hydralisks or ravens or stalkers. I haven't gotten a response back. So <laughs> I'm going to cast whatever it is after the podcast recording. Um, pray for me that we're gonna. this is going to work out. I will pray to Kay. Lord and Savior Innovation. Innovation. Yes. In other StarCraft news, WCS Leipzig. I don't know how to say that last G. Was it a sh? Leipzig. Leipzig. It's just a G? Yeah, it's a G. Why wouldn't it be a G? Because, I don't know. I was watching the stream and they're saying it different and I was like, what is going on? I Just just roll with it. Leipzig. 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 And I didn't catch a lot of it, but I was able to tune in for the final between Showtime and Serral. How was it? I have not seen it yet. Uh, spoiler alert. I already know who won. <laughs> spoiler alert. Serral was ridiculously good and won the whole darn thing. He is our first WCS champion of the year. Which gives him an automatic spot in BlizzCon, which is cool. Yes. Very fancy indeed. Yeah, a lot of Hydras, turns out. <laughs> <laughs> It was a lot of hiders. And Showtime was doing his best, man. He got Storm in every game, as far as I can tell. Storm can uh, I think I think it was 4-1. Serral won game one and game two. And in game three, he went for some crazy Ling Roach all-in type thing that Showtime scattered and shut down pretty easy. Uh, but in the end, then Serral kind of went back into macro mode and just straight up won. Right. There. Yeah, but lots of hiders. And again, the Storms. The Storms. So in casting Brood War, it's very interesting to see the interaction between Sonic Storm and Hydralisks and Lurkers in Brood War compared to StarCraft 2. Because in StarCraft, in Brood War, those things hit hard. Okay. One Storm will take a Lurker down to about 15%, 20% health, mm. and it will kill a Hydra. If a Hydra eats an entire Storm, it's going to die. Whereas in StarCraft 2, I think, I haven't done the math, but watching it yesterday on Sunday, it seemed like it would take at least three storms to take down a Lurker, and Hydras could eat an entire storm cycle and not die. Hmm, interesting. So, but anyway, I just, I just wonder if maybe that's the thing that should change. Maybe storms should just be improved. Maybe just get a, a pack a little more punch to where if you just want to eat a storm with your Hydras, you're going to die. Force them to move. Force them to get out of there. And just maybe that'd be a little bit of a step towards balancing it a little bit more evenly. Because seriously, it was so many Hydras. Yeah. Storm deals 80 damage over 2.67 seconds. Yeah, and Hydras have 90 HP. So they can eat a whole storm and not die. Yep. But basically anything sneezes at them and they die. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, when they were 80 HP, they were absolutely a glass cannon. They died to everything very fast. Nobody ever made them hmm. against Terran or Protoss because it wasn't worth it. But I, I don't know. That was another discussion actually going on in the Twitch chat during those finals was maybe an 85 HP change would be a good idea. Because 80 seems like it's too little and 90 seems like it's too much. Hmm. Maybe just go 85 with it and see if the Hiders kind of reach a state where they're not functionally immortal but they also don't die instantly as soon as you look at them you know yeah i'm just trying to think about what else protoss has as like uh aoe damage so it used to be disruptor mm -hmm. but i like i want to know what the smallest aoe damage they can do is what do you mean by oh, the smallest amount of aoe damage yeah because if you change it to 85 is there anything that'll do five damage at its furthest extent of aoe yeah colossus though yeah i mean colossus does a swipe yeah yeah, and it used, and that's another thing. It used to be, if you got Colossus against a Roach Hydra player, you won. Mm. In Wings of Liberty, especially, it was your Roach Hydra, and they got four Colossus, you're dead. They're absolutely <laughs> going to tear your army apart. And now it doesn't feel that way. There were a couple games that Showtime did get Colossus to augment and Storm, and it just the swipes weren't 
eating the hydras like you would expect them to right this is actually interesting with uh high templar's new basic attack they if hydras went to 85 they could storm and then one shot them oh that's true because they do five damage per shot uh. which means they'd actually kill something yeah because <laughs> <laughs> boy do they kind of suck but i mean the point wasn't that they do damage it was to keep them from a moving, a moving to their deaths yeah. yes fair enough the way I would have solved that is give them an A move that just makes them stop. <laughs> so if you try to A move them at all, they just stop. <laughs> Interesting. Is this an A move command? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. They're like, all right, let's just get everyone in the army on the same hotkey. All right, move out. And then they get to the other map and they realize that High Templars just stopped in their base. Where are my Templar? <laughs> yeah, that would be hilarious. I think I'd get kicked off the balance team for that one. Probably. All the noobs would hate you so much. I'm like, where are my High Templar? They're back in my base. What is happening? <laughs> anyway, so I mean, that's kind of the big story is that there are so many Hydras in all matchups Yeah. from Zerg that something needs to be done. Yeah, well, they did something. So They did something. We'll see how it goes. Yep. In any case, congratulations to Cyril. Yeah, seriously. He's the one that was number one Korean ladder for a while last year, right? Was it, I thought that was a laser. No, I'm pretty sure that was Cyril. Okay, I'll take you out for it. Cyril, Korean ladder. Yeah, back in October. Okay. He was. Uh, I did see this one clip I'm trying to find you. Cyril defeated by the final boss. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, yes. I heard about this, but I didn't actually watch it live. <laughs> I, I, I don't know why they make people do this. It's like, this isn't... Like, why would you... Why do we need to do this? It's a sports ball thing. Yeah, I know. Oh, actually, the way I've seen this mostly is in car racing thing. Oh, okay. But even in the car racing thing now, I always thought it was dumb. But at the very least, they're not making them like, wear safety glasses like they do there. True. True fact. Yeah. I don't know, man. Cork to the eye is serious business. <laughs> well, NASCAR, they only got a turn left. They could lose one of their eyes and still be fine. Could afford. They don't need any death perception. They've got a spare. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Anyway, is that all the StarCraft news for the week? I believe it is. I do believe it is. I feel like it is. All right. So let's talk about some space. 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 All right. So Elon Musk, who is trying to do all of the things at once. Yeah. Uh, yes. The world's resident evil billionaire genius. Correct. Trying to fix all of the problems of humanity. Well, some of them anyway. Enough to where I don't know how he does it all. Mm. Part of his plan is to colonize Mars. Mm-hmm. Wasn't part of his plan also to suggest nuking Mars first? Mm, what? I have not heard this part. Okay, he wanted like he wants to jumpstart a terraforming project for Mars to start reheating the atmosphere and like, yeah by nuking the poles. I mean, sure, this seems questionable. <laughs> Apparently, the science checks out and goes way over my head. Nuke Mars. What scientists say about Elon Musk's idea to nuke Mars? It seems possible to make it Earth-like, but there's a lot of barriers to overcome says a University of Colorado professor. Blowing up bombs is not a good one. He doesn't like that idea. It might not be enough to warm it to Earth-like levels, say a professor at the University of Washington. Okay. Hmm. So not this is very complicated. Agrees. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, Elon's um, space arm of what he's trying to do is called SpaceX, mm-hmm. and he's got a very planned out roadmap of how we're going to do this thing. And part of it is what's called making the Falcon Heavy viable. So the general concept is the Falcon Heavy will not transport people, but it will transport supplies and stuff to Mars. So these are big, these are big rockets intended to travel very far, carrying very big and heavy payloads, which is why they're called heavies. Indeed. Yeah. So last week he did a test fire wherein he just sat the heavy on the launch pad, ignited the rockets, had it test burn for 15 seconds. Mm. And this was a test to make sure it's not going to explode. The first time they try to use it. <laughs> yes. And it didn't explode. Hooray. Mm. So they tentatively set a launch date for the Falcon Heavy. February 6th. February 6th. With, holy smokes, that's very soon. That's in like a week. Yeah. That's exciting. I yeah. think it's amazing. Like I was worried something would go wrong. It would postpone it six or eight months. But nope. 
Seems to be working. We're ready to go. So I don't. What is this test flight gonna do? Just go up and then land like the previous stuff, I guess. I guess so. The yeah. next step is just do what the lighter rockets have been doing. Mm. Okay. I, I assume so. Is like I don't even know if this like next launch is going to have a payload of any sort. Like, are they going to load it up to wait to see if it can fly with it? I don't know. SpaceX, give me a press release or something. Oh, here we go. CNN. Ninety million per launch is what it costs. Crikey. Yeah. Space is not cheap. No. All right. So first test mission, it will launch a dummy payload. Okay. Technically, it will send a Tesla from Musk's personal collection into deep space. (laughs) (laughs) When asked on Twitter why he wanted to throw away a $100,000 car, Musk replied, I love the thought of a car drifting apparently endlessly through space and perhaps being discovered by an alien race millions of years in the future. Yeah. So it's going to do that, and then stage the next stages is carry three hefty telecommunication satellites into orbit, one for Arabsat, a Saudi Arabia-based firm, Inmarsat, British company, and Viasat, which is based in California. Yes. Uh, Teslas are still pretty cool, so if aliens do find that, you know, at least they can drive for them. True. They all want to do, as we know. So anyway, that's cool. That was good news. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know, I do, I really do agree with the concept that it would be nice to get humanity away from Earth partially, just because a planet-wide extinction event means humanity's done. We're out. Right, we need an off-site backup. And I mean, it would totally suck if you're on Mars and Earth, everybody dies, but I mean, I guess it's better than being on Earth and dying. It, it depends on when this happens. Yeah, if you're that's on, true. If you're on Mars within the next 50 years and everyone on Earth dies... Well, you're probably not going to last very long. Because, probably toast. Yeah, because the majority of what will happen with Earth and Mars communications and transport is sending resources to Mars, not the other way around. So if Earth goes, you might need to play the Martian for aliens. Yep, bad news bears. But if, on the other hand, it's the Expanse version of Mars, where it's 200 plus years in the future. Then you're golden. Then Mars is fine. Yeah. Because in that universe, the terraforming is great. And they can grow their own food. And that's once you've got that, you're pretty much good to go. Mm. You're not dependent on anything anymore. Food. Food. Yeah. So, yes, SpaceX. It's a good Twitter follow. You should follow SpaceX on Twitter. Mm, indeed. Speaking of food, I got sent this link today. Now, I have eaten at this chain of restaurants. Calling it a chain is a bad thing. It's a restaurant that has three locations. It's a fancy kind of upscale steakhouse in melbourne yeah okay so like like an outback steakhouse in america no you don't know it's not like outback do you know well we have outback steakhouses here oh i didn't know that it's not originally australian is it no it's not but you have asked this before all right i don't remember anything i know so not like outback is it more upscale or less upscale more upscale okay fair enough this is like i i paid like 90 dollars for a steak here (laughs) Oh, yes, definitely more upscale. All right. So a thing happened. We mentioned food, and I got reminded of this. A thing happened where 35 animal rights protesters stage a protest, chanting through megaphones and waving graphic signs. Vegan activists who identify themselves as members of Direct Action Everywhere Melbourne, which is pronounced DAME. Hmm. I didn't even notice that. (laughs) Yeah, it's not a great acronym. Damn. But it's awkward enough, it feels like it should be an acronym, right? Damn. Yeah, maybe. Is that what they're going for? I guess. I asked who was in charge, and one lady said, we all are. (laughs) (laughs) The best organizations are just everybody does whatever they want. Yeah. Yeah, so basically a bunch of vegans walked into a steakhouse and yelled at people for having a meal. I mean, look, people, I respect your choice to not eat meat or eggs or dairy or anything that casts a shadow. I get that, but... (laughs) (laughs) You're a level five vegan. Yes, level five vegans, but... Don't harass other people, dude. Good luck with that. I mean, if you're... I assume you're trying to shame people into not eating meat anymore. Is that the concept here? Uh, I, shame people, get publicity, get people hearing your message because there's news articles about it and stuff. I think that is the intent. Okay. But I think it's having the precise opposite effect. I saw this and then ordered a steak for lunch. <laughs> steak sounds amazing. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of 
Okay. Public space protests. Okay. I'm okay with that. That's, I mean, that's, I feel like that's okay. Yeah. That, that's an reason. appropriate place to protest. Yeah. But if you're going into a business. Yeah. Which is private property. Yes. So what happened? Did they just leave? It doesn't. Oh, it does. They, they left the peacefully. Police. Yeah. Okay. And then they decided to leave after the cops showed up. There were neither injuries nor arrests. That's good. No injuries is good. Nobody in Melbourne can fight any. Wow. Shots fired at Melbourne. <laughs> I've been to Melbourne enough that I've seen people try to have fights and like bars and it's not anything worth watching. You're breaking my impression that all Australians know how to fight, Wade. Well, this, this is, these are like city folk. Yeah. I'm under the impression that city folk often bear fight brawl on the streets of Melbourne. I should be have the understanding that all Australians fight, not that they're all good at fighting. Exactly. All right, good. Thank you. I feel better about that. I mean, that's entirely not true. People in Melbourne can <laughs> fight. Uh, I just, I wouldn't be scared by anyone dressed up in, like, well, not, not dressed up as a Melbourne. Uh, but you, <laughs> like a Halloween costume. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you once asked, where does Australia have hipsters? I would say Melbourne is where the hipsters are at. Ah, so as hipster as you get. That's why I would not be surprised that there were no injuries they couldn't cause anything. So what you're saying is, if the vegans had chosen a restaurant further out of city centers in Australia, they probably would have been beaten to death. Yeah, if they didn't choose an upscale restaurant in the middle of the CBD, yes, yeah. they they probably would have had someone just punch them. Okay, And I All mean, right. a steak place seems like the worst place to do that because everyone has a goddamn steak knife. Those things are huge. Oh, that's true. The stabbing is just seconds away from happening. Yeah. <laughs> Very accessible. Good point. So yeah, vegans, sometimes they don't think things through. I mean, like you said, why would you go somewhere to antagonize people who are all holding very sharp, very long, very big knives? Mm. Why? I don't know. Don't know. I don't know. Didn't think it through. I mean, it works out, but maybe next time go to the... KFC. Oh yeah, KFC. Plastic knives can't hardly do any damage at all. I don't think there's anything you can buy at a KFC that they'll give you knife and fork. <laughs> really? Yeah, not off the top of my head. You know what? I think you're right. They give you a spork if you want it. Maybe a spork. Maybe. Maybe a spork if you're getting like the mashed potatoes. Oh. No, uh, you're you're right. It's all like. They do give you a. Sp oh, they give you a spoon because they give us sporks. No, we get we get a little spoon that comes in like a prepackaged uh, just piece of like plastic and it has a spoon, a moist towelette, and a nap. Yeah, yeah, prepackaged kind of a thing. Yeah. Yeah, but otherwise, yeah. I mean, it's. Chicken tenders, popcorn chicken. It's all finger food. Good mm. point. No knives. No knives from... I guess maybe I was thinking more of a burrito place. Now I want to go get a burrito. Yep. But the burrito place I go to, I don't think gives us knives and forks either because we just eat burritos with our hands. Nobody eats it with a knife and fork? I mean, it's weird. Well, it, you, if you, you can get an open burrito, which is just a burrito in a like plastic tub without bread. Yeah. And they'll give you a knife and fork for that. Yeah. But that's not really okay. a burrito. You're eating a salad at that point. It is a reconstituted burrito. That could apply to a lot of things. It's a very broad it, topic. It can, which is why the whole reconstituted anything concept is kind of stupid. Yes. 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 How do we get on? Anyway, knives. Right. If you're going to protest, we don't go somewhere where there are a bajillion knives. Right. So that's our good food corner for the week. Yeah. If any vegans are listening, I'm Sorry. sure you're a lovely person. We have nothing personally against you. I mean, if there were vegans listening, what, 50 minutes into the episode, they would have told us by now. That's true. They could have easily, easily sent us an email. Exactly. I have no emails in my inbox because nobody sends me emails, but, you know. Good point. Do you want to give out your email address, Wade? Well, I mean, you can go to, I believe it's abyssaltrip.com forward slash contact, and it'll send me an email right there. You don't even need to have your own email address to get in touch with me. Oh, that's amazing. For those of you who don't have an email address, Wade's been thinking for you. Thinking of what would make you happy. And all these places that require you to have an email address to send them emails. Ugh. So what you're saying is thinking of how to make them happy was a way to get in touch with me? Correct. Uh-huh. <laughs> all right, moving on. <laughs> Please don't touch me. Nope, don't do it. <sighs> Moving on, NFL Minute. Is it time already? I don't know if I have a whole minute for the NFL. It's just Super Bowl preview. Do I want to give you 45 seconds? I mean, we'll do a minute and see how it goes. All right. On your marks. Get set. Go.
It's Super Bowl week. Everybody's favorite Super Bowl week is finally here. People who don't care about football at all will watch the Super Bowl. It's a good time. A lot of commercials, halftime events are hyped and usually fairly stupid. But anyway, as far as the game concerned, it is going to be the Patriots versus the Eagles. Now, this is interesting because most of the NFL hates Eagles fans and more of the NFL hates Patriots fans. So it's become a lesser of two evils rooting situation for the vast majority of people who love the NFL. And I've seen most people settle, settle on basically rooting for the Eagles because the Patriots have been around for a long time. They always win. And by default, go for the underdog. That said, Phillies fans are extremely obnoxious, extremely terrible if you have to interact with them in any way. So, you know, I don't know, pick your poison on that one. Again, it's just going to come down to, can the Eagles get any pressure on Brady with their front four? Can Brady make the throws? Is Gronk going to be healthy? Those are the major factors. Happy watching on Sunday. Yes. Nailed it. Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> oh, does that make you want to watch the Super Bowl, Wade? Not even a little. No? Tr- mm. tr- truthfully, I debated for the first 20 seconds whether or not I'd have enough time to get up and go get a drink. Uh-huh. And then deciding I probably didn't, uh, I just mm. spun around in my chair. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Spin. And now that I've got wireless headphones, I can do that. Oh, wireless headphones. Yeah. Fancy pants. Look at me tethered to my computer like a chump <laughs> living in the past i know i feel so embarrassed now why did you have to bring that up oh, oh do you do you want to do you want to go there these also do 7.1 surround sound what yeah I've that's had incredible a, i've had a blast today looking up like sound tests and stuff on youtube to like really kind of push it it's pretty cool did you do the thx like thing yes <laughs> awesome <laughs> how could i not i know it's the first thing right yeah 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 absolutely that's what we did actually with the first like pair of actual sound quality speakers for the computer that we ever got mm. they it came with a little like now you can play the thx sound over your speakers and we were blown away we we're just like wow Wow. Well, because upgrading from PC speaker sound, that is the biggest leap in sound technology <laughs> of all. We will never have a bigger jump than that. PC speaker sound to Sound Blaster. <laughs> Mind blown. <laughs> yep. Yes. You know, 100%. Wrong. No. Oh, man. I remember when the leaps in computer technology were huge. They're not that big anymore. It makes me sad. Well, it's just getting harder to make them big. It is. Because diminishing returns and whatnot. Yep. Yeah. I, I had a conversation <sighs> with a guy I work with. Well, I work in proximity to, not in my department, like, with him. But I was basically, he was out the front with, like, the rest of the people in his department having a break. So I had to go and let them in. And they were walking in talking about someone's suicide note. And I'm like, oh, wow. Do you guys really have, like, cheery conversations? Because he was kind of at the back of the pack. And he goes, I, I guess. I mainly just sit out there and scroll through eBay. <laughs> and I go, what are, you, what are you trying to buy on eBay? And he goes... I want to build my gaming PC, but goddamn Bitcoin's raising the price of graphics cards. Yeah, that is true. Somebody posted a picture from, oh, where was it? Fry's or some other electronics retailer in America. And the aisle of graphics cards was not, I don't know that Radio Shack sells graphics cards. It was more specific to PC stuff than not just true. generic electronics. Uh, electronics. Yeah. I mean, Radio Shack used to be PC, but they got away from that a while ago. Uh, but anyway, there's a whole row of graphics, supposed to be graphics cards. The whole darn thing was empty. Stupid freaking e-currency miners. Let us game. Mm. Man, I understand it's at, at your sweet spot of power and cost, but geez. It, it's annoying because they want more cards to do more mining because there's less bitcoins out there now. Like It's harder to mine for them, but they're worth more, so it's still somehow worth it. It is at this point. We talked about this. It is yes. now impossible to mine a Bitcoin. You will never mine a single Bitcoin in your entire life. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Unless like there are some, I guess, startup companies that came around this where they just have like warehouses full of servers mining. They might. So maybe them. Right. Because they probably have an income capital, like, capital to buy up graphics cards in bulk, just like secondhand stuff and get that 
stuff up and running, they might be able to do it. Yeah, but uh, when I said you're never going to do it, I really mean you are never going to do it. <laughs> and me. Yes, you and I yeah. will never do it. Mainly because uh, we don't mind. Or never. Correct. Yeah. Indeed. And I don't think it's all Bitcoin either. I think a lot of it is other stuff now. Yeah. The, like Litecoin and... Dogecoin. Dogecoin. Hey, Actually, one of my buddies was super into Dogecoin. Like it's jokes hmm. probably three or four years ago now. And if that ever turns out to amount to anything, I'm going to laugh so hard. <laughs> it's going to be the best. Does he Does he have lots of Dogecoins? He has lots of Dogecoin. <laughs> Because he got in it, like he was part of, there was a sub, the subreddit. It was in the subreddit when it first started and it was totally a joke thing and nobody thought it would ever turn into anything real. It was, although if you mention that, my friend goes, oh yeah, has Bitcoin ever sponsored a NASCAR car before? <laughs> I didn't think so. <laughs> has Dogecoin <laughs> sponsored a NASCAR? Yes, somehow. <sighs> I don't know how this works. How does an e-currency, well, I guess the Redditors did it. <laughs> I guess. Yep, so yeah. here's the article. It's so stupid. It is so stupid. <laughs> Four cup cash. Why is the drive Doge at Dega? There it is. And they got a big old Doge on the hood. They do. It says Dogecoin on the side. I feel like you wouldn't even. <laughs> wow, such fast. <laughs> See? I, I, like, to be fair, if. People knew that they could just get a bunch of money. I'm surprised the internet and like Reddit haven't just started making meme cars for NASCAR like just all the time. It's like, like Pepe I, the Frog NASCAR, right? Like yeah, Dan's game the NASCAR. I, yeah, but I mean, I guess you need to have them coordinate on some level, and Dogecoin is the way to do that. Apparently, the Dogecoin really can come together. I don't know how much it costs. How much does it cost to do this? Oh yeah, fifty-five thousand dollars. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Dang, that's amazing. Or a hundred and a hundred million Dogecoins. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah. And dumb. One user accidentally donated twenty million Dogecoins when he meant <clears throat> to donate two million. Oh no, zero's <laughs> error. <laughs> a difference of thirteen thousand US dollars. Wow, yeah. that's not that's not insignificant. No, I suppose not. <laughs> if, but he stood by it. Yeah, but he came through. That's and what stood it by says. It. Yeah, yeah. Overzealous charity. It wasn't like my bad. So hmm. does that mean twenty million is equal to thirteen and a half thousand, or is that just the difference? I'm linguistical error. Uh, the difference. It says the difference of right. Yeah. So how much was that? And this is in twenty four. This is in twenty fourteen. Yeah, that is true. So this is four years ago. The Dogecoin, I think, has actually gone up, not a whole ton in the last four years, but it's worth mm. significantly more, I'd say. Still not enough that you're gonna get like retire off it, but yeah, yeah. nobody's gonna retire off a of Dogecoin anytime soon. Uh, no. If they do, again, so jokes, such funny. Okay, so $55,000 for the necessary fund at 100 million Dogecoin. Each coin is worth uh, 0.0005 cents. Yeah, sounds about right. In, 2000, in 2014, but let's look it up now. Dogecoin. According to CoinMarketCap, it is now 0.006 of a US dollar. So it's going up by, what's that, 20%? Yeah. Yeah. It's not bad. Actually, there was a time back in January 2014 where it was bigger. Okay. That's sad. Oh, well. Actually, wait, no. That's... Oh, no. Wait, what? I'm so confused. You appear to be confused. Zero, zero, 0001. Oh, no, no, no. It's going up by a lot more because it was three zeros after the decimal place. Now it's only two. Oh, there we go. Yes, so, thank you. So it's going up by a lot more. <laughs> yeah. So good job, Dogecoin. Way to go. Way to be awesome. You have some value. Some value. A greater than zero value, perhaps. You're worth Even. more than a US penny. Woo! In other ecoin news, Bitcoin's fallen off the cliff a little bit. Oh, has it? 
Yeah, what is it now? Last I checked, it was like half of what it had been Ooh. earlier in the month. You don't want that. Well, I mean, no. maybe some people do. Yeah, it's down there. Yeah. It, it, it's 10,000 mm. US dollars now. It peaked at what? 19? Yeah, more than 20. Yeah. Looks of it. yeah. So, yes, it definitely has fallen off a little bit. It's still, I mean, if you got in early on Bitcoin, you're still okay. Let's not make any mistake here, but. Oh, yeah. If you bought it when it was worth practically nothing. Yeah. Congratulations. But if you bought it, I don't know, say three weeks ago, <laughs> sucks to be you. I hope you didn't do that. I did not. No, me neither, actually. Speaking mm. of a good place to be able to put their money, where should they put their money? Well, I feel like investing in this podcast is a good good place to put your money. But do they get any additional value? Well, you know, it didn't used to be the case. But as of today, we would like to formally introduce the Falcon and Wade Play Some Video Game feature Yes. for Patreon. Pa- Patrons only. Yes, patrons only. Uh, there are some like tiny little exclamation, not exclamation marks, uh, asterisks next to that. You can support either of us on Patreon, either the podcast or Falcon Paladin. Links will be in the show notes. And you'll get the access to the Let's Plays either way. And there was going to be one out now, already available. But due to some technical hiccups... Uh, wherein GeForce Experience is stupid. Yes, and does not default to the PC defaults. <sighs> there is currently a available to everyone let's play on my YouTube channel, link will be in the show notes, of just Falcon Paladin talking to himself. I mean, yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> what it is. I, my voice does not record at all, apparently, so everyone's going so watch that. <laughs> Yeah, so Wade and I booted up Portal 2, the co-op, co-op missions, had a great time, played for about an hour and 15 minutes. There were shenanigans, there was murder, there was intrigue, and I guess, I don't know, I need to watch it and tell, but I'm trying to imagine how entertaining it is with it's just me talking into the void and getting offended by things that are going on. <laughs> uh, oh, and the best part is, it's from Wade's perspective, but it's yeah. my voice. <laughs> <laughs> so Wade's a, Wade's a ghost essentially in this. Yeah, it'll feel like him casting one of his StarCraft games. Only it's not you don't see what he's he's doing most of the time, <laughs> and you don't know what he's talking about some of the times. And there'll be pauses and breaks for no reason because I didn't edit it at all. I have to check this out. This sounds amazing. So yeah, I mean. We're trying to entice people to subscribe to the Patreon. <laughs> We're doing a great job. Yes. Do you have a link or do you want me to send you a link? Uh, send it over. How do you find your own videos? <laughs> I've you go to there we go. There we go. creator? I think oh. I found it. Excellent. Oh, that's so stupid. Oh. I've actually got restricted mode on YouTube for my kids. And this is restricted mode banned. Ooh. Why? Yeah. I don't know. What did you do in this video? <laughs> what did we do in this video? I don't know. Um, where would I go to see my video getting like a notification for that? To see what about a notification? Like, would I get a notification for that? Like being it being restricted? Well, there's restricted and there's not suitable for all advertisers. Those are two separate things. Okay. I am not clear as to how it decides what's restricted or not. Right. I'm also unclear as to how it decides what is not appropriate for all advertisers or not, as we know. Yeah. So, but I'm like 90% sure there are different things. Because my stuff that gets flagged as not suitable for all advertisers still shows up when I'm in restricted mode. Huh. So I don't know. Super dumb. I'll have to watch this. This is going to be good. So yeah, please watch. And we're going to be doing this weekly? Weekly, uh, right? Well... Uh, I mean, I'll have some thoughts about of that after the podcast, but All right. it'll probably be a video will go up every week. Okay, great. Fantastic. So, yeah, hit us up on the Patreon. Again, we're not saying, oh, you know, have to support us for $10 a month or $20 a month. It's whatever. You're, you are supporting us for anything. We're going to call it good. If you're not familiar with the way Patreon works, you can sign up for an account and then you find the 
person who you want to support and they'll have a list of rewards you can choose but there's always a default option for no reward just one dollar don't pick that because it will not give you access to any of the feeds where we have to Ooh, yeah. give the link so i've on my patreon and falcons there is a one dollar reward tier but it will give you access yes so, so yes yeah, so be sure to that. choose the one dollar tier but don't select the i don't want the reward option because then you won't see the f- awesome videos yes okay that is good to know i didn't know that you're welcome well i learned that because you recently did a q a and i did not get a link because i only support you by a dollar but apparently it's the no reward ah uh, unless hmm. unless that video just didn't go out to people who only get one dollar I'm trying to remember. That was like a month ago now. I need to do another one. It's like two days ago. I'll check it. It was not two days ago. Quiet you. <laughs> I'm not going that crazy. <laughs> stop gaslighting me. <laughs> I, 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 I never stop gaslighting you. Mm, that I believe. All right. All right. We're done. We, we wrap this thing up. Let's wrap this thing up. Let's put a bow on it. Woo. All right, thank you so much for listening to yet another incredible edition of the Falcon Paladin Hour, brought to you by Falcon Paladin and Wade. Go ahead and find us both on Twitter. There are links in the show notes for that. Support us on the Patreon, as we mentioned previously. And until next time, as always, thanks so much for being here and listening, and you take care of yourself. 